Good morning, media friends. Hope you find time for the break after a hectic week. The news front has been lively as always. Breaking news stories like the Manila bus hostage incident and the Lamar Ferry collision tragedy have no doubt put a lot of pressure on manpower in newsroom. Meanwhile, a few stories relating to media have poised pressure of another kind. Journalists can be pardoned for feeling unease about those reports. This is because they have cast a shadow over what we cherish most—a free and independent press. For the first time in many years, a group of senior media executives were given a high-level reception by key officials in charge of Hong Kong affairs during a three-day visit to Beijing that began Wednesday. On Thursday. Media gave prominent coverage to two separate meetings, one with Vice President Li Yuanqiao, the other with Wang Guangya, Director of the Hong Kong and Macau Affairs Office. The meetings came a day after a media survey found that Hong Kong journalists believe self-censorship is common in newsrooms, and media owners or management regularly exert editorial pressure. The public, meanwhile, has a negative impression of the state of press freedom in the city. On Thursday, Thomas Brennigat, president of the World Newspaper Association, told an international conference in Hong Kong he is concerned about the decline of press freedom in the city. He said the government must act to ensure a free and independent society. Chief Executive Leung Chenying also spoke at the conference. He put press freedom at the top of a list of Hong Kong's strengths. Maintaining a lively and unfettered press is a top government priority, he said. Not just because it is a court freedom and constitutional duty, but because it is a cornerstone of a free society. Oddly. Leung's praise of the city's media differs from remarks by Vice President Lee to the visiting Hong Kong media executives. Lee urged the media to consider the overall interests of China and Hong Kong and operate objectively, fairly, and impartially to lead society to grasp the new opportunities that have come with the country's reforms. Amid tensions in cross-border relations. Caused by a row over the 2017 chief executive election, and frictions over the behavior of mainland visitors to Hong Kong, Lee's plea to Hong Kong media not to lose sight of the big picture is intriguing. It could be a warning to journalists not to sensationalize sensitive issues such as the Occupy Central protest movement. This is because. Doing so might jeopardize Hong Kong's relationship with the mainland, and derail efforts to help Hong Kong gain from a booming Chinese economy. If Li's remarks were subtle and restrained, those by Wang Guangya were blunt, especially on media coverage of the Occupy Central movement. Wang urged Hong Kong media to play an active, positive role. In voicing opposition to the protest movement, and to any attempts to bring chaos to the city, he said media should let people know 
most people are opposed to such behavior. That is the Occupy Central, and understand confrontation is not in the long-term interest of Hong Kong and will bring damage. Such a scenario might be far-fetched, but perhaps not. Wang's remarks could be a rallying call to get the media to join the pushback against Occupy Central in the court of public opinion. Wang's comments reflected communist authorities' attitude towards the role of media in the mainland, which is sharply different from the widely held view about media in Hong Kong and other free societies. The remarks raised questions about whether the independence of Hong Kong's media would be compromised if Beijing were to become more assertive and aggressive in lobbying, bordering on putting pressure on the city's journalists to adopt the mainland thinking. With the row over political reform intensifying, media has become caught in an increasingly sensitive position. Pressure on media for it to play a part in the battle against Occupy Central, that Vice President Lee has branded as unlawful, will grow. How media handles Occupy Central will become highly sensitive and controversial. But it need not be. Like other news, the Occupy Central movement story should be handled in accordance with the normal rules and practices in journalism. We should stick to the same principle of fairness and objectivity, and make a clear and fine distinction between news and views, without fear and favor. Each of us may have our own views on Occupy Central. And many other issues, but when it comes to the handling of news, we should not let our own views and those of Western interests override our professional judgment. Thank you, and have a nice Sunday.